Hello and welcome to the Cytokine Signaling Forum Author Interview Podcast. I'm Professor Peter Nash from the University of Queensland and today I'm talking to Professor Paul Emery from the Musculoskeletal Biomedical Research Unit from the, and the University of Leeds in the United Kingdom. Welcome Paul, thank you very much for your time. Today we're talking about this recent publication, Efficacy of Monotherapy with Biologics and JAK Inhibitors for the Treatment of Rheumatoid Arthritis, which uh, went online 20th of August this year in advances in therapy. So Paul, can you just give us a little bit of the background to why you did this particular publication? The background to this, Peter, is that um, the recommendations of nearly all groups is that uh, biologic and the, the newer oral uh, agents uh, would, should be used with traditional uh, disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs. Yet in practice, um, it's estimated that it's barely a third uh, that actually, uh, well, it's actually two-thirds who actually take it correctly and a third who do not, but that's an underestimate, as we know, by prescription sheets and so on. So a large number of people are not taking the combination of a conventional synthetic DMARD with a biologic or one of the new targeted synthetic um, uh, DMARDs. So what we wanted to look was at the objective evidence for what happens when you use uh, particularly biologic uh, DMARDs on their own and it was a, a systematic review of the data up until 1917. There has, uh, 2017, sorry. And there has been some uh, further data after that, particularly on the, the JAK inhibitors, which are the targeted synthetic DMARDs. But it's a, it's a complete review of really what's been uh, done in terms of randomized controlled trials. Thank you. It's certainly very comprehensive. Tell us what methods you used to put this paper together. Thank you, Peter. The methods we used were to use Medline, Embase, and the Cochrane uh, Central Trials Register. Uh, also, the conference proceedings from the ACR and ULAR we used uh, to select randomized controlled trials. It's a shame that the oral strategy in R8Beam came out after your deadline. So, yes, it was uh, a pity that a lot of data from the new oral agents came out afterwards. Um, I think, however, that, that there are some sort of general conclusions one can make um, that the most dependent on having um, conventional synthetic DMARDs are the TNF inhibitors, uh, and one becomes slightly less dependent uh, for, with the IL-6 inhibitors. The IL-6 receptor blocker, tocilizumab, didn't show inferiority uh, as monotherapy compared to the combination. And uh, as you know, there are these more later data which suggest that the uh, oral JAK inhibitors may well get relatively smaller benefit from the addition of a conventional synthetic DMARD. The uh, logic behind all of this is that methotrexate does a variety of things. It actually increases the bioavailability of certain drugs, particularly adalimumab and infliximab. Uh, it has an action which is separate to the uh, biologic demands, so it may be a certain amount of synergy. Uh, and there is also 
<clears throat> the fact that uh, you, you have an ability with methotrexate to inhibit the development of antibodies against the drug, the anti-drug antibodies, which may be helpful in nearly all the cases. Of course, the last named is not going to be influenced with JAK inhibitors because they won't have significant autoantibodies, and the other two may be less. <clears throat> Therefore, you're correct in saying it is a shame that, that those weren't the full data were not available. Right, and and how are they going in the UK? They've certainly been taken up very widely in Germany, for example. What's the UK scene like? Um, well, there was until the nice pronouncement, uh, there wasn't reimbursement. There was only special access, and that was mainly for tofacitinib. Now we have the ability in the UK to uh, get reimbursement for methotrexate failures onwards. Um, the uptake has been actually quite rapid. I don't think it's quite as rapid as it has been in certain countries in Europe, where it's been one of the fastest launches ever, for uh, certainly for the Lilly product. Yep. And do you think that guidelines for RA, should they be altered? Um, I think the guidelines are correct in saying that uh, it's better to start if one can with biologic DMARDs combined with conventional synthetic DMARDs. Um, they do say that if there's contraindications, and one contraindication, of course, is that certain of the combinations have an increased risk of infection. And therefore, in some patients who are particularly prone to infection, and we know which ones these are, it would be reasonable on a cost-benefit uh, analysis to actually treat with monotherapy. And I think one would be moving away from TNF inhibitors if that were the case, because they are less effective. There are, however, data of patients who start on combination and then stop the conventional synthetic demand. In Comet, there was a, a second year where the methotrexate was stopped. And the relative uh, maintenance of therapy there suggests that perhaps the anti-drug antibody effect is particularly important in the first months and years of the disease. Can you comment on whether your findings apply to early disease or late disease? The, the conclusion in, in the paper is that it, this applies to all stages of uh, the sort of continuum of RA. Um, I would say there are slight differences for individual drugs, but as a general conclusion, that holds. And with, with some of the newer agents, it, it's hard to see a role for some of them, where do you see the new IL-6 inhibitors fitting in, given the monotherapy space? Well, the JAK inhibitors uh, are very effective and are more effective than methotrexate. Um, the benefit of methotrexate with the JAK inhibitors is limited because of the additional side effects that the two have when given together. Um, one could make the case, if one's failed methotrexate, that perhaps one would start with the combination, and if the response is good enough, one could withdraw it. Um, or alternatively, in someone who's had side effects, one could start with the um, monotherapy with the JAK inhibitor, and if, if there was insufficient efficacy, then add in the methotrexate. So I think there will be particular ways of managing patients um, with the new data that are available now.
What about Ceruliumab and Sarukumab? Uh, well, I think they will probably follow the same sort of pattern. Uh, as I said, the IL-6 inhibitors are less dependent on a conventional synthetic DMARD, although uh, the overview of the tocilizumab program concluded that methotrexate and tocilizumab was the optimal combination. But again, if side effects or infections are the major issue, then I think one would uh, be pretty happy to start with monotherapy. And you've got a few head-to-heads. Do they have issues? Are they disappointing because they leave methotrexate out? Um, yes, uh, that is an issue. But because some of the other the, the monotherapies that have done head-to-head have included methotrexate elsewhere, I think one can be uh, fairly confident about where they stand in the uh, hierarchy of response early on. Uh, of course, most people have used adalimumab as monotherapy to compare with, which, as I said, is a bit more dependent on, on uh, uh, the addition of a conventional synthetic DMARD. Is, is there a hierarchy amongst the TNFs of uh, MTX dependence? Um, well, I, I think infliximab is the most because of it being a chimeric antibody, and that um, actually exaggerates the uh, impact of uh, anti-drug antibodies if methotrexate isn't added. And we know from the very early studies of infliximab that there was a tachyphylaxis very early on without methotrexate. So I think infliximab is definitely different, and probably Emeril is the least because it has fewer anti-drug antibodies. But between that, uh, uh, and you could hope that sertilizumab might be slightly bit different, but in fact the data don't really show that sufficiently well to make a firm conclusion. Having done all this work, is there future? Is there a research agenda you would like to see? Um, I, I think there are small areas that need clarification. One of the issues is uh, is the benefit one gets from the addition of methotrexate as a conventional synthetic DMARD worth the side effects in the modern era where erosions, for example, are very rare? Um, perhaps another question is what role do they have in uh, preserving cartilage, which would be perhaps more relevant these days than erosions. But I think we have a lot of data now and much more important is the individual tolerance of a drug, which at the moment is very difficult to predict. So the question is whether we should now move on to other disease areas such as psoriatic arthritis and ankylosing spondylitis where uh, there are, again, the use of biologic DMARDs and where conventional synthetic DMARDs aren't conventionally used, but there are actually some data that suggests perhaps in uh, circumstances they should, such as the, the continuation data. And I, I think if we were going to move on, there are a few things that are limitations to the study, which we note in, in the, uh, the paper, which is that we did look at all data, which may not be fair, as Japanese patients are different in terms of their tolerance of conventional synthetic DMARDs. Uh, we didn't actually rank the quality of the studies, which perhaps we should. And I think probably the largest uh, defect in the study is we, we don't look at the long-term data, which has been shown to be important in these other diseases, particularly for maintenance on therapy, 
with conventional synthetic demands. So I think there is a, a, a position, a, a role for continuing this in, in other areas, learning from what we, we uh, did not perfectly in this study. So thank you very much. <clears throat> any finally, any take-home messages from all the work that you've done? Use the combat as a reason to. What kind of take-home message do you have? Uh, I think the take-home message is that the ideal remains the combination of conventional synthetic and a biologic. The uh, the message which doesn't come from the paper, but I think we're learning, is that's less important for the. Uh, targeted synthetic drugs. Um, we may not need to give it forever for most of these drugs. Probably the early phase is the most important. And that if you have to do without it, there is a, a, a list uh, and an order with which you're most likely to, to get efficacy without the conventional synthetic demands. Thank you very much for your time, Professor Emery. Um, if you'd like to know more about this paper, and others uploaded to the CSF website this month. Detailed slide sets are available in the publication section at cytokinesignaling.com.